0: Hey, I'm Jordan.
1: Hi, I'm Lauren.
0: And this is the...
1: His film.
0: Her movie podcast. Hi. Hello. (laughs) So this is the inaugural podcast. The first one, the pilot... Is there any other words for first?
1: No, because I was going to say penultimate I and mean, realize that's the last.
0: Well, that's the second to last.
1: <laughs> it could be the second to last on how badly this goes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Could so, be really I bad. think a little bit on us we are a couple.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: Engaged to be married. So, and I'm a bit of a filler. Well, we're both film lovers. I,
1: Definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, I've done a podcast before, Lauren hasn't. But no. we're going to see He's how it goes. He's got off the
1: talking way too much, though. So I figure I'm probably made to do it.
0: Exactly. So this is going to be a film podcast, a movie podcast.
1: It's going to be a more of a fun one. So instead of just reviewing new films, what we want to do is go through different topics. So it's Specific can, topics. Specific topics. So, for example, we have different ones of Good Ones To Watch With Kids... The worst B-movie you've ever seen. Yeah. Cla- Disney classics.
0: Absolutely. So, Awkward
1: family watches.
0: Yes, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm really not. <laughs> I'm not looking forward Are to that You should get the family round to watch it with them and get the entire experience.
1: <laughs> no, because the one I picked is just sex scenes and drugs. <laughs> Don't be watching that with my mum. Or my nana,
0: really. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> so the first one is... Yeah. Do you want to take us through it? Yeah,
1: it's um, the best first date film. So yeah. we've both picked a film that we think would be the best for you to show somebody on a first date.
0: Absolutely.
1: So we have watched the films together. We've made notes. We have then decided... We can then sort of argue... Not argue, but kind of put... Discuss. Discuss forward what we think and why that they would be the best films for yeah. a first date. Absolutely. Do you want to start with mine?
0: Yeah, do you want to start with yours? Yeah, let's
1: get mine out of the way. Okay.
0: Okay. So, what have you chosen?
1: I have chosen the classic Train Spotting, which I think some people probably go, uh, it's not really a first date film, but I have my reasons.
0: Okay. So,
1: for anybody who doesn't know Train Spotting, it came out in 1996, so there's really no, there's no spoiler warning. You should have seen it by now, or it should have been memed by now.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: So, it's basically a really good story of um, a group of people. Main character Renton has got a heroin addiction and it's their life up and down through that, their little escapades. Um, yeah, So it came out in 1996. Um, it has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 90%, okay. which for most of the films I'm probably going to pick, it's probably going to be one of the highest ones, as I love my trash. And I think it's just the, the a really great example of British cinema. It's got such a really good cast. I think it's a total modern classic.
0: It is uh, the word think, modern classic. I always think about that because it was made in 1996, and it's already what twenty.
1: We're old. Three 20.
0: years old. We
1: are old.
0: So is it modern still, or is it just a classic? But no, um, and Do you want to go in? Do you want me to tell? you Talk about my feelings on spotting or do you want to go through yours?
1: Well, I'll go through mine. Okay. And then we might have some stuff that kind of tallies up. Yeah. So, like I said, I think it's a good first film because it is like 23 years old. Yeah. So it means if you've both seen it, it's okay to have a chat through it. It's absolutely fine. You can go. Oh, I love this bit. Oh, look at how funny the TV is. You know, it's so freaking big. <laughs> when we were watching it, we thought it was quite unusual that Renton's style. Yes. The skinny jeans, the converse, the t-shirts,
0: the everything.
1: Bomber. The bomber's all really back in fashion. Yeah. So, heroin chic is back in, apparently.
0: It, it absolutely is. I mean, I know many people whose jeans border on, like, genital... Mutilation.
1: I honestly thought you were going to say, I know some people who've got genes that are, are from 1996. The
0: probably some of them. Your dad probably has some.
1: <laughs> if one of you hasn't seen it, so if one of you has one of you hasn't, it's a really good chance to be able to share that with someone. So I know if I speak to somebody and they go, oh, I haven't seen this film, but, you, but I have, I, you get excited about it. Like you can share this with them. You can experience it with them. Because... I always find if you're watching something with somebody who's never seen it, mm-hmm. and you see like their reaction to seeing things for the first time, it's, it's like you're seeing it again for the first time. It's exciting and it's fun.
0: It's, I have an experience I remember not nothing not to the transport them, but um, watching the Paranormal Activity film, and I'd seen it at home originally, but then I went to the cinema and spent most of the runtime. Just watching the audience because I knew what was coming up. And I, I mean, paranormal activity, the first one still gets me, still scared living daylights out of me. Um, but yeah, it was great just audience watching because you know when they would jump and do exactly, that's suspense.
1: It. It's good. you view, you can see and you will have your favourite bit. Yeah. And it's always that bit where you can be like your favourite bit is coming up and you can like watch them and start to see like how they're going to react yeah, yeah. to it. And if they and um, but then it's also the soul crushing bit whereas it gets to your favourite bit and they go Meh. Nah. you're like, well, we just knew we were never meant to be together.
0: We'll get on to that.
1: <laughs> also, if neither of you seen it, then you both get to experience something new. And then it's a good starting off topic. Um, it means that you can, you know, you can discuss how 90s fashion is mm-hmm. because so much of it has came back. It's got an amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Really good. Um do know some people who are quite young who have said that they've never seen it. So I make references to it and they have no idea what I'm talking about. So the fact that if them and their partners watch it, they can be like, okay, now I know what the old lady in the office is talking about. Okay, We now get this really obscure reference that she's been laughing about. It is normally always on like Netflix, Amazon. You know, it's Sky Movies. Well, I
0: bought it on iTunes for two ninety nine. Exactly, so.
1: It's a cheap date, <laughs> okay? You don't have to pay a lot of money for it. You can get a pizza, you can get some beers or some wine or whatever. You can spend maybe about £15. You've got a good date night in.
0: Netflix and chill.
1: Netflix and chill. <laughs> With some popcorn and pizza. Yes.
0: Because
1: it's a first date, so nothing will be happening. Yes. So that's fine. <laughs> um... There's, there's a few like little shocking bits and jumpy bits there's funny bits and sexy bits and there's really disgustingly gross bits so I always think it's quite a good film because it's something for everybody yeah. you can then see how your partner then reacts to it because if they get to certain scenes and they're like oh my god that's awful like you know and they totally gross out at the toilet
0: yeah
1: maybe go hmm they might not be into watching any sort of I you know divine films yes they stay well clear any old john waters mm. if they don't if they get squeamish at the sight of like a little bit of blood deadpool is not for them yes so it's a good bit also you can open up the conversation on drugs you kind of need to know where your partner's going to stand on drugs kind of yeah so i really think it's it's a really good film mm. for a first first date film Like I said, you can chat through it, you can watch it, you can look at it and go, oh, my God, Hugh McGregor looks so young in this film. And even if you decide that you don't like it, you can laugh about the bad special effects. Yeah. Dead baby crawling, always quite funny.
0: That's a snippet there. That's a a promo.
1: (laughs) A dead baby crawling is always funny. Oh, God, my mum's going to hate me doing this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So should I go on to me?
1: Yes, and okay. then and then I've got some fun facts for okay. people so that way if you then do decide to have this as your first date film,
0: which you should,
1: because I I said so. Okay. And it's right. Um then you can also look really knowledgeable and like you know things. Might help you get a second date, might um, help in a pub
0: quiz. Yes. So find out if your future boyfriend's a junkie. <laughs> Um, so, Trainspotting, I mean, I think I might take a little bit different approach when talking about films, just because it's it's what I do. But for me, Trainspotting was released at the perfect time for Oh, it. God, yeah, definitely. The fact of Britpop was so big, rave culture, drugs, and obviously we were on the ed, end of the HIV epidemic, and obviously mm-hmm. when Irvine Welsh was writing it, probably in, what, late 80s, early 90s, you had all that sort of build-up of... Okay, dirty needles, yeah. everything like that. And for Transporter, what I think is, I mean, if somebody says Transporter, the first image that comes into my head is that of we're in the first five seconds of the film, which is of Renton being run over in yeah. that title card. Yeah, and it's just it's so perfect, and that opening itself is just epitomizes everything what that film is. It's energetic, <laughs> it's childish, it's it's funny, it's funny, and having for Life, that Iggy Pop will always yeah. be linked to that film because of it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's one of those... I mean, it's it's transporting. you feel really bad when you're talking about a film and you're like, okay, well, it's this because it was British cinema in, in the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it came out in 1996, which is a couple of years after Pulp Fiction, and it does have its influences from Pulp Fiction as well, yeah. which i will get into. It's one of those where it is funny, but it shows... Side of what's happening in the culture of that time mm-hmm. is horrific. Oh, but yeah. When people talk about drug taking, I think it's awful, but what it gave them was camaraderie, it gave them friends. And now some mm-hmm. of those are friends of circumstance, which is the same as Renton.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Renton generally doesn't like his friends. No, but he, doesn't,
1: he doesn't like anybody. You no. Know, I think he kind of likes Spud.
0: Yes, Spud. Spuds, I think, is the is the exception there. Yeah. Because I think Spud's an innocent who gets wrapped into, up into it where all just, the rest are. He just are.
1: likes taking drugs and he just yeah. seems like a genuinely nice...
0: And Tommy's kind of nice as well, but he has a downfall, which Renton is part of and why he yeah. goes on that. But yeah, I think it's comedy is where it connects mm-hmm. and why it is so beloved of... And it's not jokes, it's situations, it's having that toilet scene Yeah. Have the suppositories and things like that. It's Begbie being a psychopath. You laugh at people being violent, which is, it takes that realism away.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah.
0: And, um, yeah, it's, it's for me, it's interesting because it's a film that for one hour, ten minutes, it's a 90 minute film,
1: mm-hmm. has
0: no plot. It only gets a plot when...
1: Talk about no plot, for we
0: um, will get yes, on so we'll to we'll that we'll as well. We'll talk about that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that, but it's, it's only until they go back up to Edinburgh for Tommy's funeral and we get the whole sort of mm-hmm. skag deal that we actually have a plot, but that makes the film so good because it gives time to the characters. Yeah, you, you, you developed. It. Yeah, it builds up in that culture. And, yeah, you care about them. That's it. It's part of the filmmaking. I mean, we should say it's Danny Ball directed this, and Danny Ball is now a huge deal. Mm hmm It was his second film. His second film is... Oh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Renton? Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. It was the second film with Ewan McGregor and sort of made... Both of them stars, um, and obviously Daniel Boyle went on to win Oscars later on in his life. I absolutely adore *Transport*. It's a five-star movie. It's ninety minutes that feels like you're watching for forty-five. Time whips through the it does, entire film.
1: You literally you get to a point and you realise that, especially if you've if you've seen it before,
0: yeah. it's
1: like this is my favourite bit at the start, mm. and then you got a bit oh no this is my favourite bit. Yeah. It's lots of little favourite bits joined together. Absolutely. And the bits that join them together aren't that long.
0: No, not at all. So you're not
1: having to wait for something big to happen or something iconic to happen because the whole film
0: and it has is has It has a both. I think it's really testament to how good Danny Boyle is and how good the script is because the tonal shift um, of the film, because the first set of 45 minutes is absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it's heartbreaking, it's Awful to see these people, but when you hit that sort of plot point of the cot death, the 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 idea and the thought of okay, these kids are ruining their lives. Yeah, the whole thing the, shifts. Yeah, you you sort of see them having a good time, but as soon as that happens, it's like, oh, maybe this isn't great. But finally, for me, I love the fact that you think this is a first date movie. <laughs> it just it's re, The reason why, like, I think. Getting married is because you can, you can look at this and think, Do you know this is a good first date movie? I've got
1: many reasons <laughs> as to why it's a good first date movie, mainly hinging on the fact that everybody who I know who dates is probably around my age and knows the film. But again, it, getting, the, get, getting the youth to watch it,
0: yes. But it's one of those things as well, it's like it was like the back of the future poster at, at university, everyone had one that poster, yes is new enough as famous as the film. Yeah. And it's caused so many sort of copies and so many different sort of things. I love the fact that you think this is a first date movie. I mean, would I watch this on a first date? Probably not.
1: We watched Deadpool on our second date.
0: True, we did. So. That is true. We watched Deadpool on our second date. But Deadpool's a comic book movie. It's fun. It's got Ryan Reynolds. You can look at him because he's pretty.
1: He's not pretty in Deadpool.
0: But he is for the first part of it. Like,
1: first, what? 15 minutes, he's not pretty to be honest. He tops off people's heads, he does, but even with the
0: scars, he's better looking than most people. (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I'll agree with that.
0: Okay, so train spotting. So, fun facts.
1: Okay, uh, Kelly McDonald, yeah, who played Diane, she was 19, but she played the 14 year old. And, um, the day that they filmed the sex scene. She invited her mum and brother onto set, which I think was hilarious because she didn't actually realise that it was going to be the day of the sex scene. Invited them on and then made them hide somewhere so that they didn't see her naked.
0: And you and McGregor naked.
1: And you and McGregor naked. But I'm sure her mum wouldn't mind that, so will (laughs) be fine. The author, Irvine Welsh, actually had a cameo in it. He is the drug dealer Mickey Forrester.
0: Oh okay, so at the end. So
1: he's no he's no. in it halfway through he gave and ah. um, Renton the suppositories as well. Nah, so that's know. him when he's just like smiley and happy through <laughs> it, which I love. I love the I love it when people make cameos in what they've created. Created. It's great. I love it. And he's not being like, Oh I made this so I want like a big part, like you can have like a couple of lines and he's obviously like dead happy. It's great. Um You McGregor actually learned how to cook. Uh, heroin for the role, right? And he was considering taking it. Apparently, oh,
0: you're gonna love method actors, aren't you?
1: Very method actor. Luckily, he did not. <laughs> he he just hung around with a lot of addicts and recovering addicts to learn how to sort of mimic and what their lives are like. Um, which you know, I thought was I thought that's pretty good.
0: If, if there's a reason to get caught on heroin, that's it, isn't it? It's for a part.
1: Exactly. Was it? Is it Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. who, um, was it for Gangs of New York, wandered around in the winter in just a shirt, mm. shouting at people and playing with knives for the entire time that they filmed?
0: Yeah. I think
1: he caught pneumonia or something whilst filming. Most it.
0: likely. Daniel Day-Lewis is a stranger. I don't get me wrong, he's probably the best actor working he is. today. Well, he's not working anymore, he's retired. But, yeah. One well,
1: of the best actors doesn't mean he doesn't have a screw loose. No. True. Um and finally the worst toilet in Scotland, which this I feel will either make your date feel more comfortable, or when you tell them that it's actually made out of chocolate mousse, we'll put them off chocolate mousse for life.
0: Beautiful.
1: So the whole of that toilet, the poop, was chocolate mousse. And apparently it smelled lovely.
0: Mm.
1: So it wasn't the worst toilet.
0: I no can imagine you and my looking at his hand. Oh
1: uh, so bad. <laughs> it sounds really gross. But yeah, it it was it was just chocolate mousse.
0: Brilliant.
1: So a couple of little little facts for everybody. There was a few more, but I couldn't there was one that I remember from when um, I saw interviews about it, but I couldn't find it online, so I didn't know if I maybe just remembered it incorrectly. And I don't want to put false information out there. No,
0: that's fine. So well, no problem. It was good. Awesome. Fab. Should we do yours? Let's do mine. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so <laughs> I chose for mine before sunrise, the Richard Linklater, Ethan Hawke, Julie Delpy movie. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, which, the reason why I chose this is okay. because it is a first date. True. So uh, it's um, a
1: first date.
0: It's a first date movie. You did
1: have the list of what I was going to pick. Yes. Before we did this. So you knew the track that I've been going down. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: you... so, again, a little, I think a little bit more about this podcast is that I have a background more in sort of foreign language art cinema, independent cinema, which is what Before Sunrise is. So I want to show Lauren films that she might not have seen before.
1: Which I think is really good. I like that
0: And there's gonna you be... show
1: me some films that I absolutely adore. yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And
0: there's going to be some that you actually absolutely hate. I know there is. Yeah, I
1: went on
0: Facebook halfway through. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Before Sunrise, we have Ethan Hawke, um, who plays Jesse. We have Julie Delpy, who plays Celine. Mm-hmm. They're both sort of mid to late 20s. I course. say mid 20s. I would say about mid 20s. They're on a train. Celine's going to Paris back home. And Jessie's going to Vienna to catch a flight to go back to America. Yeah. It's happenstance, they get to start talking get along, as Ethan Hawke gets off at Vienna, he convinces Celine to get off with him and spend the day slash night with him walking around Vienna. Mm -hmm. So, why do I love this movie? And I really do love this movie. Um, I think straight away you get that instant chemistry between Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy, I think they work off each other incredibly well. Yeah. And, and it, it comes that... And it sort of evolves throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Because at the start, it is kind of awkward. It's kind of um, oh no, uncomfortable. Those, pa-
1: those parts were towards the end, I thought. They're still awkward.
0: But, but again, they've only known each other like, for four hours, five, well, maybe nine hours at the time. So I thought it was kind of realistic. Um, mm-hmm. And stylistically, the... One shot takes that, that's just me as a, as a cinema lover. Yeah. It's the fact that if you've got two people on camera and you don't cut away from them and you've got a 10 minute scene and you get to see how they react to each other, it's not sort of confused with mm-hmm. different angles, different whatever. It sort of lets the film breathe and let's yeah. them talk about whatever. It's not only their blossoming love story, but it's also like a love letter to Vienna and mm-hmm. um, it's sort of like a travel card, and I like that as well. Mm-hmm. It looks lovely. And yeah, it's one of it's one of those movies that I think it's just like a nice long hug, and it's sort of it's sort of cynical, but sort of nice and heartwarming. It shows you sort of the the frivolity of twenties of having them sort of conversations and finding yourself and being slightly pretentious, and slightly uh, slightly slightly pretentious. like a little little bit, um, but also like the being... Great
1: Wall of China length of pretentious. <laughs>
0: Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you have got these sort of opposites attract. You've got um, Celine, who is this sort of dreamer and optim- optimist. You've got um, Jesse, who is this realist and pessimist, and sort of always tries to see the negative with things. And mm-hmm. those reactions when they those two actually have a bit of conflict, I found really nice because, yeah. like, when he has. Some bullshit, she doesn't stop, she doesn't like let it go. She'll, she no. she actually approaches him for his own wise. Day. And this same with um, Jesse and Celine. And you all, always have these sort of gender politics going on about what it is to be a man, what it is to be a woman. And I think it brings up good discussion points, and that's why I think it's a good first date movie. You can go watch it, you've just, you've just seen a first date, yeah, to talk about some big things, yeah. We'll get into pretension, maybe pretentious things. Maybe, maybe I am just pretentious though. Mm.
1: You can be a little
0: bit. <laughs> a little bit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah, be really
1: diplomatic. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I can be a lot pretentious. Yeah. We we talk about subjects that can then highlight discussions for so after the film, and you can talk about them. Yes. Now let's go on to you.
1: Okay. So I agree. It brings up lots of different, um, you know, topics for you to discuss after the film. That is, if you haven't fallen asleep. <laughs> during the film. Like, it's a good thing that we watch this early afternoon because it's, like, mid-afternoon on a Sunday. Anybody who knows me knows I want my nana napper around now. If you put this film on now...
0: It's, no, a, it's a lot of talking.
1: I put lots of monologuing. Yes. Lots of... Okay, the train stops in Vienna. No train stops for that long, okay? <laughs> no train stops for 20 minutes a guy to go oh come with me because when you're old you'll probably regret not banging me and having this experience and then for her to go hmm yeah I'll go get my bag and then fanny on get in a bag and then wander off the train that train would have been in Paris by the time they decided <laughs> to get off okay Celine doesn't find out Jesse's name until a good like 20 minutes into the film
0: yeah
1: he could be a murderer
0: Absolutely the goods, but they talk about that.
1: Yeah, they do talk about that. I was li- I didn't ask you anything about no, this. No, no, you
0: didn't, didn't know anything didn't. about
1: it. I was totally expecting somebody to die.
0: Really? Yes. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be that kind of a film. <laughs> I thought it was
1: be like, Oh look, they're having this, they're having this. Stab stab stab.
0: So this would be a first. my choice for a first date movie would be to go on a first date and want them <laughs> to get murdered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. You're still alive after our first date. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all good. It's all fine. <laughs> Just because Ethan,
0: Ho- Ethan yeah,
1: Ethan Hawke Yeah is a lovely actor. He does look a little bit evil. Was kind of expecting him. Got a
0: bit of a loose fuck about it. He
1: does. He does. It, it's. I think it's the gaunt cheeks. Yes. Okay. They went in their the listening booth.
0: booth.
1: You know, they went in the listening yeah. booth. That was so awkward. What? I wanted
0: to get up and leave the room. don't be right absolutely well but I think it was meant to be awkward
1: okay but then very important point here nothing happens nothing happens nothing happens the most interesting part was the part that they met those two actors on the bridge they didn't go see the damn play okay the play sounded weird and interesting go see a man dressed as a cow smoking a cigarette way more interesting than anything else that happened
0: the thing is I can't argue with that nothing happens Um, but for me the film is, uh, it elevates. Oh God, I, I'm, I'm coming out with Okay, right.
1: He asks, okay, very personal questions. They get on the tram, and he's like, "Oh, let's play the let's play the question game." He's like, "Oh, who's the first person you've ever had a sexual feelings about?" First question off the bat. You've barely known this girl. You you learn her name five minutes ago.
0: That's true. It's and kind I'm of like, creepy. I
1: just put. Kind of pervy. Yes. And then her question, totally nice. Have you ever been in love? Something nice, simple. I don't know. what. A good first question. What's your favourite colour? Are you allergic to shellfish? I don't know. you got any brothers or sisters? you
0: could ask asthma. you
1: could got asthma. Are you allergic to cats? In Jordan's case, yes. Tough, the cat one. <laughs>
0: the cat did win the cat wins every single damn time
1: they go into the beautiful church and they're like discussing things and it's really nice and then um, he tells a story about his mate in the car offering a homeless person a hundred dollars and it's a nasty story but he obviously finds it amusing I don't think he's a nice person I got a really bad vibe of him throughout the whole thing and like when they had the, um, was it the fortune teller? His whole persona just flipped, and he was like, "Oh, I'm not getting any attention, and I don't like this." And I was so happy when she called him out on that. I thought it was like, "Yes, yeah." See, he's a giant man child.
0: So no, that's—I mean, don't get me wrong. I agree with all those points. Um, it's, but I think that's what it shows you that. Do you know what these people that have? human There's going to be parts of them you don't like. There's going to be parts of me like that you like.
1: I didn't like any of them.
0: You like any of them? I didn't
1: like any of oh, him. I, him I liked I did not charm. He wore his coat throughout the entire thing. Not once did he offer that poor girl a coat. "Oh, put look, put it down for them to sit on." No. "Let's lie on the wet grass. I'm going to be fine in my leather coat. You lie there in your t-shirt." He brushed off her opinions, and I didn't like that. Okay. Like when when they had the guy writing the poem, um, he was like, oh, yeah, I really like the Vienna version of a bum. And she was like, oh, I really like what he said about it adding something to your life, and then we'd pay him if it did. You he went, hmm, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was it. it just literally just shut down the whole conversation. I found him really cynical. I found him to be... The impression that i got was the kind of person where he was like oh i've traveled across europe and i've read hemingway and i've done this he's done the things to make him seem cultured okay but he's not it's her who stops to watch the street performers it's her who's open and kind and generous and you know it will translate to the guy who can, when he when he's like asking mm. give us a word and we'll do a poem it's her who like is stopping and looking at the posters and going, Oh, I've seen this artwork and it was beautiful and I loved it because of this. He doesn't offer any of that into that conversation. And I just found it He's a poser. That's it. I found him to be such
0: a poser. Don't oh, you broke my heart? No, really uh, no, it's, no, it's um, the thing is for me is uh I mean, it's obviously that she's smarter than him. She's throughout.
1: massively smarter than him.
0: Well, yeah. so the way I saw it was like she was interested not only in him, but in the city where he was just interested in her.
1: Yeah, and Vienna looked beautiful. It looked amazing. I'd love to go because um, I really don't think like they showed any of the best parts mm. of it. So I want us to be able to go and do what we normally do: have a few drinks, go into museums, laugh at some old masters' artwork. Brilliant. Yeah, we enjoy doing that. We do. But we get to go see classic works of art and wonder why everybody's miserable around Jesus. Yes, when they should be happy.
0: Well, apart from when he's dying.
1: Apart from when he's dying, but you know, yeah. when, he's, when, you, you he's, get,
0: when you expect he is there. You expect
1: he is there, but when he's handing out free wine, be happy. <laughs>
0: yeah, free, free wine and food. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that is for me. Um, it's a big positive for you. It's a negative. We're starting off with straight positive negative. It's, yeah. It might be the shape of the wave. It's going to come, but no, never mind. So, for me, um, Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, it had a hundred percent critic review.
1: Oh, that was 90 the for train spot, was 90%. Is that what that is? Yeah, also, gonna really apologize. Don't know, I just go on Rotten Tomatoes because it's brightly colored and I am DB, is that the right word? I am DB, yeah, yeah. That one is too serious. Me? <laughs>
0: So yes, yeah, so um, that rotten tomatoes score is one hundred percent. It has sorts of critics, and the audience is ninety three percent.
1: Okay, well the critic was ninety for Train Spotting, and ninety three for like the normal viewer. Yeah, but I think if we sat people down, I think I would win.
0: I'm sure i I I wouldn't agree. I would, sorry, I would agree with that. Um, I wouldn't argue with that because what I think here for me is that Train Spotting is a better film. Yeah. But I think Before Sunrise is a better date movie.
1: Okay, we need somebody to like. We need two couples to go on a first date. One of you guys watch Train Spotting. One of you guys watch Before Sunrise. Whoever gets lucky wins. Mm. There we go. And so, I mean, getting lucky is in second date.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to encourage
1: inappropriate touching when you've only just met each other, unless it's both consent. Consensual.
0: Yeah. Well, to be honest, it's both consensual whenever you read the person, not just if you just met them.
1: <laughs> well, true, true. Don't go out and start touching strangers, please. It's uh, frowned upon. It's
0: not very good. It's illegal, honey. You're not frowned upon.
1: <laughs> oh, yes.
0: <laughs> no, so a, few, a couple of fun facts. Um, one really isn't a fun fact, it's the fact that this is the first of a trilogy. What? I've got to watch another two of this guy being pretentious they may come up again I don't know I might do it just because I might want to piss you off someday (laughs) that's fine I'm going
1: to let Angel sleep on your pillow
0: (laughs) (laughs) but that will kill me (laughs) Um, no so yeah it's first of a trilogy they they made them so this was 1995 Mm -hmm. they made a film called Before Sunset in 2004, nine years after the original.
1: Did they not make one six months when they were meant to meet up?
0: No, so that that's part of the film. Okay. So, what, what happened is, well, in Before Sunset, is that he goes and she doesn't.
1: So proud of that moment.
0: But what happens in Before Sunset is he's on a book tour in Paris. He wrote a book about the events of Before Sunrise. Then they meet and they talk again. It's the same sort of format of like, it's just walking and talking. It's a lot of mm-hmm. dialogue. It's talking about life, talking about how. Firstly, what it is, it's what it was in the 20s, mm-hmm. before sun, Sunrise, in, before Sunset, so what, what it used to be in your 30s. Okay. And then, nine years after that, they made the film called Before Midnight, which is they're married and kids, and it's all about being in your 40s and being in um, a marriage, and they aren't really happy in their marriage.
1: Oh, okay, so getting off the train and going away with each other didn't help them in well, future life, which is what he said it would.
0: True, but... I won't spoil before Midnight. But um, oh, okay. it's a very, um, I mean, for me, it's one of the best trilogies because it just shows, shows that mo- moment when you're going through life and you go mm-hmm. through life with these characters and they, they age at the same time. So Richard Linklater, he's the same guy who did, have you heard of Boyhood?
1: Yes. Oh, he's the guy who did, was it like, uh, was it her son or somebody the that they did?
0: Like,
1: was it so like every he, day for, for so long? He every, every year? year for, every year for I so long. I think
0: for 12 years. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, you saw, it was a story told about this young boy from like 6 to 18. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he's he likes these sort of experimental. So, we're about, what was it, 2013, 2021, two years. We might get another one of these movies, hopefully. And it'll be about being in the 50s. Um, and the other um, fun fact is the Ferris wheel that they go on is the same Ferris wheel used in Carol Reed's um, The Third Man, which is a, um, a noir film from the 40s, 50s. Um, awesome worlds in it, um, mm-hmm. not seen as one of the greatest noir films of all time. But that is the same Ferris wheel that still stands from then that they were on when they had the first kiss.
1: Is it still standing today?
0: I'm not sure, this was 1995, so it's after 24 years, 23, 24 years after, I'm not sure if it's still standing today. Oh. It might be. We can I'd, have a look. I'd like to go. Have, there is a Google, so therefore we can have actually <laughs> Google, Google. there is a Google, <laughs> we can check these things out. Um, but no, um, I think that's really those. Oh, so, is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: No, I just want people to, to let us know, let us know what you guys think. Um it would be really good to sort of see like what what which one do you think would be better? Have you watched two of them? Have you watched one of them, and has this maybe got you interested in watching the other one? Though I'm sure my scathing review of Jordan's probably hasn't really turned a lot of people onto that, so I apologise. <laughs> apologise.
0: Opinions are for everyone.
1: That's just it. Um, let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, let us know what you think. And I think there's going to be a little bit of a. Should we, should we just this, this disclaimer out now is like obviously you choose your films as what you want to yeah however I have to have I'm put on a bit of limitations on what I can choose and tell us why <laughs>
1: um, because I am the kind of person who still gets scared of the dragon in Harry Potter so I am not good with scary films and scary films also include things like Jurassic Park so if Jordan wants to do that we have sort of discussed it we might be get somebody in to replace me for that one so we might get some guest people to replace me that being said it does mean that poor Jordan will have to sit through all the trash that I pick so
0: that is fine I've sat through much worse. I've sat through some terrible films on three o'clock at at, um, the Edinburgh Film Festival, which was probably made by a person who really shouldn't hold a camera, let alone make a film.
1: Oh, that's good. You saw my film then. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that is really the only disclaimer. We've got so many different topics to go over that I actually don't think it's going to be an issue for a, a very long time but we know plenty of people who love their films and like to be recorded and like to chat just as much as we do, so we'll probably look and do something where, I don't know, I'll go away with work and have the lads over and you can all talk about Jurassic Park and then laugh about how I can't even go on the ride without wetting myself when the T-Rex comes through the roof.
0: Yeah. Like that. To that, that did get me. Um, it got me I when I was song. twenty-one. Well, maybe. To be honest, no. I was twenty. I was in my twenties. Didn't I didn't expect it. Um, I'd already been on it. Oh well, that's... I'd
1: been on it previously, and then I'd even watched videos of it to steal myself. Sat next to my mom, still screamed
0: like a child. This is where we should really test for early onset Alzheimer's then. <laughs>
1: but I'm just such a jumpy person. Also, there will be no zombie films because I can't deal with zombies.
0: But you can deal with White Walkers in Game of Thrones. I can
1: deal with White Walkers in Game of Thrones. That's absolutely fine. But zombies that come along and eat people? No. 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 Not unless you want me hiding in the downstairs toilet with the cat crying.
0: (laughs) Well, there's some really... some some Sometimes where I do want that. (laughs) But no, well, I think that's that easy. That's episode one in the bag. Um, hopefully one of many.
1: Be good. Yeah.
0: Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Please uh, listen
1: to us and share us and share like me. us. And we will
0: have social media stuff sorted soon, um, I think. We'll get Instagram yes. set up. We'll get, set, we'll get whatever. You um, can run the Twitter. Oh, great. I will
1: run the Instagram.
0: Okay. You like the pictures. I have to use the words.
1: Yes, I like pictures and colourful things.
0: <laughs> but no, so yeah, that is it.
1: So, thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, and until next time.
1: Bye.
0: Bye Bye-bye.